Oh, hi, everybody. My name is Matt Storrs, and welcome to Matt's Planning. On today's episode, I have an athlete who is going to talk about an area in which they are an expert in. Please introduce yourself and tell us what you're an expert in. Hey, my name is Lydia Manning. I am an expert in ultimate Frisbee, or as we call it in the industry, ultimate. I, I played in college for the University of North Carolina at Wilmington. My team went to nationals, but I never bring it up. Currently, I play for a club team in Portland, Oregon called Skylab. Excellent. My understanding of ultimate Frisbee or ultimate is that it is a sport that is based way, way back in time. It is a very ancient mm. sport that basically there was in the in the time of myth and legend when other sports were petty and cruel and the world cried out for a sports <laughs> heroes arose Xena, founder of Ultimate Frisbee. And Ooh. yeah, in Mesopotamia, the razor blade a la Xena Warrior Princess, the chakram, was the original frisbee that they used. It was a much more dangerous sport mm -hmm. due to the bladed dynamic of that being passed around. But if you were good at it and you knew what you were doing, you really could do some damage and demonstrate your prowess on the battlefield or the field of Frisbee, akin to the Olympian fields. It was very, very popular. Lucy Lawless, who played Xena in the series, is actually right. the is actually the embodiment of the ideal ultimate player. She similarly has played throughout her education and brought that love into the role. She actually corrected them quite often when they were talking about proper throwing etiquette. She really demonstrated just her love and her knowledge. And I believe, you know, several teams are actually named after her, the lawlessness of, I guess it's not Portland, but, you know, of Richmond, I think, the lawless of, of Richmond, but I could be wrong there. <laughs> and in, yeah, I, uh, haven't, I haven't heard of that team, but I am looking them up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can check around. I might I might not be right about the location, but I know there's at least several Lucy's and Lawless teams. In modern day, Scooter McIntosh took it up in college and dedicated his nights and weekends to building up the sport. And that's where you get the modern push for ultimate frisbee in the 80s and 90s the aughts and today and you know that actually kind of has been pushing and pushing for the last several years for them to get better recognition and that's actually going to culminate connecting back to the ancient world when ultimate is recognized as an olympic sport in 2028 my understanding is that the americas have some of the strongest teams in anticipation, but there are a whole series of North Korean teams that have uh, sprung up along with some other teams throughout the world. Iceland, I hear, has a very, very strong team that they're developing, as well as some of the Nordic countries. They feel like it's a place where they can really come into the summer games and really hit it hard, similar to how with the inclusion of some new sports a lot of countries think like this is our opportunity we can really really specify or we can really kind of 
focus on this sport and become the country that is known for this sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm excited to see what happens there. In terms of how it's played, as I understand it, there are teams of individuals, often co-ed, and right. uh, a unfortunately a plastic frisbee is used instead of a metal sharp discus type object. Right. They have made it a lot safer, like you were saying. Yeah, exactly. They've kind of given into that culture that wants their athletes to be safe from the implement that's used in the sport. And points are scored as the frisbee lands close to things into like a net type device or something like that. When um, I've you might you might be thinking of disc golf there, but I will let you continue. Okay, okay. I, I was gonna say I I'm I when I have seen Ultimate Frisbee played, I have not paid that much attention, if I'm gonna be completely honest. And it could have just been disc golf. Right. Can I ask real quick what like you were paying attention to? I, like- uh, mostly birds, or something. birds, definitely. I was, that's around the time I started getting into birding. Mm-hmm. And also just the trajectory of the Frisbee itself. It's just very beautiful as it glides through the air. Often yeah. I will. Sometimes you confuse it with a bird. Uh, very often, very often. So many times I'm playing and I think I'm about to catch the Frisbee and I actually just snatch a seagull from the sky. It's embarrassing. You've done that too. Yeah. Based on what you've heard so far, about how much of that would you say was accurate? Mm. I, you know what, I'm going to give you a a very generous 50%. All right. All right. Yeah. So, you know, I do think discs and like frisbee-like objects used for sport have been around for a very long time. The game of Ultimate, though, just originated in the late 60s. Okay. And it is, it's very American. You did get that right. Like America kind of dominates. I mean, there's there's teams, that, you mentioned uh, international teams such as in North Korea. Don't know about that. I know there's Ultimate in South Korea. I've, I've played there when I was on vacation in Korea. Yeah. Do you want to take a guess just for funsies what state Ultimate originated in? California? New Jersey. New Jersey. Interesting. Yeah. Would not have expected that. Yeah. The one really cool thing that New Jersey has brought us, Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, that's definitely definitely on that list. And I could see why it would be number one. Something else that you got right is... Ultimate has evolved to like, you know, care about the safety of athletes. So it is a plastic disc these days. Mm-hmm. It is an 100, 175 grams of plastic. Do they weigh the Frisbee before each competition? No, they just, they have regulation ones. I see. So okay. like, like Discraft is a, a brand that'll make regulation discs. The word Frisbee actually is trademarked by a toy company called Whammo. When the sport was just sort of like a casual hang type of thing, it was called Ultimate Frisbee. And then eventually they had to drop that word Frisbee because it was trademarked and you're not using, you know, technical Frisbees when you're playing, you're using discs. Yeah, like on high level, it'll just be referred to as Ultimate. But mm-hmm. when we're talking to people who don't play, we say ultimate Frisbee or they will not know what we're talking about. And people also think it's pretentious to just like 
refer to your sport as a word that already exists, like ultimate. Mm-hmm. But I will I will counter you with cricket. Right. That's that's been a word forever. I mean, I'm not a cricket expert. I did watch the entirety of Lagan, but I couldn't tell you how cricket was played. When did you start? When did you start playing? So I started playing casually in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. like I learned the rules in high school, but I didn't really learn strategy. Okay. In high school, though, I did play in one tournament. It was just like a single day thing for high schoolers. And there I learned how to do a little thing called zone defense. Ooh, I love a good zone defense. Yeah. Okay. So I'll give you like a basic rundown of like how ultimate is played. So you were, you were describing the gameplay and you were very much describing disc golf. Okay. When you were like, you're, you're trying to get close to a net and then eventually get it in the net. And yeah, that's disc golf, which is also very cool, but you know, I'm not as good at it because I am really only good at sports that involve running. Ultimate involves a lot of running. So you'll take two teams, seven people per team on the field at one time. Mm -hmm. You each have an end zone you're trying to score in. The way you score a point is one teammate has to throw the disc from outside of the end zone. Other teammate has to catch it in the end zone. So it's going to be a completed pass starting from outside and caught inside. So kind of in some ways similar to rugby I mean, I mean I guess without like the carrying and running from end zone to end zone but like kind of like that consistent passing back and forth right yeah or one thing that's very different though is an ultimate while you have the disc in hand you cannot run so okay so you're planted yeah you you have to plant a pivot foot so you can't you can't run you can't take steps in any direction except for one foot planted and then you can have that other leg free to pivot try to get around your defender Mm -hmm. while you don't have the disc you're running you're running trying to get yeah trying to get in a space where the disc can get to you without getting intercepted you're only you can only hold on to the disc for 10 seconds it's a self-officiated sport which means Well, in certain leagues, they've evolved to have like to have refs, but typically it's self-officiated. It's up to the players themselves to like carry out the following of the rules. If you believe you've been fouled, it's on you to call it. If you believe any any other rule has been violated, it's on it's up to you to call it. And so, like, if we're if I'm playing against you, Mm -hmm. I you think I fouled you? You would say foul. And then I would either say contest or no contest. Contest would mean I think you're wrong. I think I don't think I fouled you. Um, Mm -hmm. No contest would be like, oh, yeah, I totally fouled you. And yeah, what happens next goes from there. So when you contest it, what happens? Is there like a tribunal or do other people weigh in? Is that where the combat comes in? What, What happens then? That is where the combat comes in. Yeah, it's a non-contact sport apart from when you're fighting over a call. Okay. Uh, but actually, you know, I, I have seen it like get heated sometimes. You know, we we would call that bad spirit. But okay. typically, 
you just talk it out. Let's say like I'm marking you in the end zone mm -hmm. and you think I fouled you and you could have caught it in the end zone and I contest it, it gets sent back to the thrower. But okay. if I don't contest it and like you definitely had a play on the disc and I agree that I prevented you in an illegal way from getting it, then you would get possession. Interesting. It seems to me that this, uh, do you find that a lot of people are, you know, they focus so like they came into ultimate frisbee or ultimate and like that is their primary sport. Or do you find that there's a lot of overlap, like people that have played other sports kind of starting to get into it as, as they, as they age or as they get exposed to it? Yeah, you see a lot of both. Okay. In, in college, it seemed like a lot of my team were former soccer players, which myself included. I used to play a lot of soccer growing up, like all through high school. And you also see just a, a lot of just runners in okay. general. Yeah, it does seem like a run heavy sport. It seems mm -hmm. like it's kind of I use the combination or I use the reference to rugby earlier, but it seems like it's a combination of soccer rugby and aspects of basketball that you know I didn't even really connect those together but it seems very very it seems like I need to go and watch and pay attention to more than just the frisbees and birds around and actually pay attention to the games yeah and if you're just watching as a spectator you you may be confused whenever there's like stoppage of play at a, about exactly what's going on sometimes even if you're on the field like you'll just know something was called and everybody stops moving and then you just stand there while your teammate who was involved and the opponent who was involved talk it out. That's sometimes sometimes you like you did see what happened, you know what's going on, you can weigh in, but other times you're just like, I was all the way over here and honestly, I don't even know what the call was. Right. Yeah, I'm just happy to have a chance to get a breather. Yeah. But when uh when there's no calls and no stoppage of play. It is, I'd say, a pretty simple sport to follow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very, it, yeah, it's very, it's very clear, like, oh, here's where the disc got intercepted. Now the other team has the disc. It's very clear, like, oh, they caught it in the end zone, so they just scored. And right. there's only, I mean, there's variations on how you can score, but there's really only one way to score points. It's not like other sports, like like football, I guess, where like, I don't know, you can get touchdowns, you can get field goals. It's, yeah, just you're going, one you're going. way. <laughs> and every, and every, every point, like every time you score, it's just one point. So it's not like complicated scorekeeping. Right. You don't need to know your multiples of seven to, to figure it out. Right. Exactly. Um, excellent. If this has been very informative, if, People wanted to learn more about you or they wanted to learn more about Ultimate. Where would you recommend they look? Oh, yeah. We just scratched the surface of Ultimate. Some of the things I said, I feel like I would have had to use visual aids to really make it make sense. I, um, feel, I feel confident. Yeah. If you, yeah, I would, I would draft you if I were putting okay. together like Thank a you. team of podcasters. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. For sure. If you want to learn more about Ultimate, I'd recommend there's a a cool ultimate frisbee oh and by the way we like we do use the word frisbee casually it's not mm -hmm. like we're, most most of us are not arrogant about it if you're like frisbee you know how like 
sketch comedians hate when you call them skits. Most of us don't really care. If you want to learn more about Frisbee, you can go to altyworld.com. They have a really useful ultimate Frisbee glossary. You can just learn all these weird words that we use in the game. If you want to see like highlights and and learn about like the leagues, usaultimate.org, very helpful. And honestly, if you just want a real basic rundown, Wikipedia. Okay. If you want to follow me, I am on Instagram and Twitter at Lydia Womaning. Fantastic. Excellent. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to talk to me about this. This is extremely informative. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, I, I loved hearing what you already knew about Ultimate or thought you knew also. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Real quick, I did look up Lawless Ultimate. They are a club team in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I love you can, that. I... You can follow them too. <laughs> oh, perfect. I, I love that they're from Phoenix too, because I'm I'm from Phoenix and I that's great. I love when things that I make up turn out to be somewhat you, true. <laughs> you brought real knowledge to the table. <laughs> Without even knowing it. That's yeah. great. Fantastic. (laughs) Excellent. My name is Matt Stores, and this has been Matt Splaining.